Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? It's 5 o'clock on a Friday, which means it's time to talk to ultimate football guy Bobby DePaul. He joins us courtesy of the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline and also the Bobby DePaul Charities and those who support them. And Bobby D, a, a classic here. Please explain the song. It's Steelers week, and it's one of the biggest division rivalries in the NFL. The Ravens haven't beaten the Steelers since 2019. It's time to let the dogs out. So let's talk some Ravens football. All right, Bobby. Steelers on a bit of a roll. Picket, no turnovers in four weeks. What's working for the rookie QB? It's a combination of a lot of things, but... The major improvement from the start of the year until now, has, you know, has been his ability to, you know, Kenny's ability to protect the football. Kenny Pickett and the Steelers are winning the turnover battles. In the first five games Kenny Pickett played, the Steelers had nine turnovers and their record was one and four. In the last four games, the Steelers have not turned the ball over and their record is three and one. Obviously, Kenny Pickett is a smart kid and a quick learner. On the other hand, the Steelers already knew uh, this about him because he grew up right under their noses playing for the Pitt Panthers. I don't know if fans know this, but the Steelers and the Pitt Panthers share the same practice facility. I've been there, and they both have half the building and share the same practice fields. Kenny Pickett is a lot older than your normal rookie. Kenny's 24 years old, so he's a mature kid. Kenny Pickett was, you know, was redshirted in college, so he was in that building for five years and started for four years for the Pet Panthers. So the Steelers had a great feel for him, and they drafted him because of it. It's borderline cheating, guys. <laughs> the next thing working in the Steelers uh, in Kenny Pickett's favor is the Pet Panthers share and play in the same stadium. So there is a natural comfort level to suit up and play for the Steelers. Based off the tape, the last few weeks, I couldn't help but notice the similarities of Kenny Pickett and the Bengals quarterback, Joe Burrow. Hmm. It's like they are you know, like identical twins. Wow. Both are the same everything. They're, they're six foot three. They weigh around 215 pounds. Both run four seven, and both have mobility and arm strength to play in the cold weather. You know, I think, you know, Joe Burrow's a little, uh, you know, is more accurate at mm-hmm. this stage in his career. He's been in the league a couple of years and throws a better deep ball. But Kenny Pickett is getting better every week. The Steelers are hot, and it's starting to click for them. In the last two games, the Steelers scored on the first five or six possessions against Atlanta. It scored on their first, you know, four of their first five possessions against the Colts. Both games were played on a row, so that says a lot. Another good thing that is working for Pickett is his eye level. 
when he gets outside the pocket or is flushed, he scrambles, you know, you know, because of pressure. Kenny doesn't flinch. He doesn't just tuck the ball away and run. Kenny keeps looking to throw the ball down the field. So the guys will need to hold their coverage longer before working downhill to make the tackle. The kid is quick-footed, so he can make people miss in the open field. The main receivers to defend are Deontay Johnson outside the numbers near the sideline or him running shallow crossing routes. So it's pretty predictable what you're going to get from him. Rookie receiver George Pickens is the deep, you know, high jump ball guy down the field. He's caught 35 balls this year, and uh, 11 have been for over 20 yards. Wouldn't the Ravens like to have some of that action? The Ravens need to take this kid seriously. He's on a roll right now. Okay, Bobby, now that you've got all of Ravens Nation nervous about the rookie QB, what has worked against him? The only thing that rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett had to adjust to was basically the volume and speed of the defenses in the NFL. The deep ball is is Pickett's biggest negative, but you you heard me talk about George Pickett. He has hit on him. He does have a tendency to sail some balls and overthrow some wide-open receivers. A couple things that have affected Kenny Pickett throwing the ball is the defense's ability to disguise coverages from pre-snap to post-snap the style, you know, disguising coverages and showing blitzes and dropping out, you know, can make him hesitate. I thought teams had success with blitzes, but again, they moved late and didn't show anything early. You heard me mention uh, how the Broncos mm-hmm. disguised last week working from that too deep umbrella shell look. Pickett, you know, Pickett in, in the last four weeks was blitzed 35 times and he completed 23 with a completion percentage of 65.7%, and he had a quarterback rating of 97.3%. Not bad for a rookie, but he was sacked 11 times, and overall his performance against the Blitz ranked him 22nd in the National Football League over the last four weeks. Bobby, they, they also seem to be running the ball much better the last four weeks. What's showing up on film there? What have they got cooking? You know, running the ball starts up front with the offensive line. And the Steelers went to work in the offseason, looking to prove from last year. The Steelers signed or traded for four new offensive linemen to add competition and depth. The Steelers have two new starters up front from last year, center Mason Cole from Minnesota and right guard James Daniels from Chicago. The best thing for the Steelers this year is the same five offensive linemen have started every game so far this year, no injuries. Mm. When you have stability, you can execute, create the rhythm, and block people. The Steelers want to run the ball and shorten the game and chew up the clock. The Steelers actually have 31 10-plus play drives and are ranked number one in the NFL. Ooh. Last year when the, you know, the Steelers handed the ball off to number 22, Nigel Harris, 16-plus times you know, in the game, the Steelers went 7-2-1, and one, and they're trying to reestablish those numbers again. But Harris has been nicked up this year. Last week against Atlanta, Harris had 17 carries, and the Steelers won. The Steelers' favorite runs are inside power and outside zones with a misdirection off-tackle wheel cutback to catch defenders from overplaying the outside runs. The Steelers also like to use their receivers with jet sweeps, and they alternate between number 82, Steven Sims, and number 89, Gunnar Olszewski. He's from the Patriots in the offseason. 
The Steelers also like those horizontal quick screens to get outside, and it's like they're, you know, they, they throw them to the receivers, and it's like an outside sweep to them. Right. The Steelers are at their best running the ball when the quarterback is taking snaps from under center. In the last four weeks, the Steelers have rushed the ball 86 times for 407 yards, averaging 4.7 yards per carry, ranking third in the NFL. The only guy that has struggled up front is left tackle number 65, Dan Moore. He leads the group with false start penalties so he can get rattled. More with Ultimate Football Guy Bobby DePaul after this. We're back with Ultimate Football Guy Bobby DePaul and, and Bobby D., the tight end position for the Steelers, could that be a problem in Sunday's game? It seems like every week the Ravens have to handle a pass-receiving tight end. This week's no exception. Tight end Pat uh, Fryermuth, you know, last year's second-round uh, pick, is big and physical with better play speed than that clock speed from the combine. Offensive coordinator Matt Canada, former Maryland head coach and interim head coach, you know, many people had hit, you know had him in his grave. Yeah. He, he's starting to kick the dirt off a little bit and climb out. Canada likes to feature Fryermuth in the middle of the field and down the seam anytime they approach the red zone around the 25-yard line going in. Fryermuth is the second leading receiver on the roster behind Deontay Johnson with 50 balls caught, averaging 11.9 per catch in one TD. The other tight end is big six foot eight, 265-pound Zach Gentry. He's nothing but an inline wide blocker and short area possession receiver. This year's six-round pick, Connor Hayward, is more like a fullback, but he does align and play like a receiving tight end. You know, he caught his last, uh, first touchdown pass last week against Atlanta on that same seam route we're talking about. They run a the double seam right down the middle of the field. You know, he caught his first touchdown. Uh, you know, uh, in, you know against uh, against Atlanta and Matt Canada. Is starting, you know, he's starting to develop a little uh, a tendency when he gets to the red zone with these tight ends. I can't, I can't not mention fullback Derek Watt, the brother yeah. of outside linebacker T.J. Watt. The Ravens need to be aware, you know, need to be aware of Derek. You know, he's now you know five for five when running the ball and converting on third and one situations. Overall, the Steelers really excel in third and fourth and one situations. They have converted 21 of 24 attempts for 87.5% conversion rate, number one in the NFL. On a side note, the Steelers have two sets of brothers on the roster. Connor Hayward is the younger brother of defensive tackle Cam Hayward. Not too many teams carry brothers, and the Steelers have two sets of brothers, and each plays on the opposite side of the ball. Well, sticking uh, on Cam Hayward's side of the ball here, Bobby D, we've come to expect a lot of Blitzburg front sevens over the years. Is this group still pretty good? If you look at the Steelers' defensive statistics for the season, it's not very good, ranking 25th overall in the NFL. But the Steelers played without their star defensive player and pass rusher T.J. Watt for seven games. T.J. Watt returned to the starting lineup after the bye week in Week 10. And since his return, the Steelers have done a pretty decent job handling the opponent's rushing attack, ranking fifth in the NFL, playing in their nickel personnel package, that's five DBs, four down linemen, and 18th in the NFL, playing in their 3-4 base defense. Running the football and stopping the run on Sunday will basically be strength versus strength because the Steelers rank sixth overall stopping the run, and the Ravens are ranked third overall, running the football. Last year, 
in week 18 with Tyler Huntley starting at quarterback, the Ravens dominated the Steelers rushing the football for 246 yards, averaging 6.9 yards per carry in a losing effort. Watching that game, the Ravens had tremendous success running inside power leads and outside power runs. I'm sure the Steelers have watched the same tape. We, you know, we've been yeah. watching the last few weeks, and they have seen the defensive end techniques applied to shut down the Ravens' outside rush attack. So it'll be interesting to see the Ravens' adjustments you know, on Sunday to get that going again. I, myself, would offer some crack blocking from the outside receivers on the defensive end to slow him down or, at minimum, keep his head on the swivel, wondering who's going to block him. You know, keep in mind we're talking about T.J. Watt. You know, a couple of weeks ago you heard John Harbaugh mention the C-gap and how they were changing responsibilities. When you run a crack, a crack block, now they have to worry about somebody coming outside in. When they run the power and they pull the backside, everybody's looking, looking inside. So when that inside linebacker scrapes to the C-gap, he now would have to worry about the outside receiver coming down and, and uh, punching them in the teeth. I don't think, you know, T.J. Watt is playing up to his standard uh, uh, level right now due to his bicep, you know, bicep and uh, rib injuries, but his presence is definitely a factor. When T.J. Watt is in the starting lineup, the Steelers are 4-1 this year, and when he's not, the Steelers are 1-6. So there's a big difference. The Steelers have improved their front seven with the addition of free agent defensive tackle Larry Ogunjobi from Cincinnati. We talked about him last year with yeah. the Bengals being a, a big free agent acquisition. They picked up inside linebacker Miles Jack from Jacksonville, who was a cap casualty. Both players have added some more toughness you know, to the Steelers' defense. The Steelers' biggest weakness up front is their lack of depth on the edge with only uh, college free agent talent, Malik Reed and Jamar Jones. So their rotation has been a problem, and I can see both T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith wearing down as the game goes on. And how many times have we talked about edge yep. rush rotation? These guys have two college free agents. So when T.J. Watt was out for seven games, they were basically playing with these college free agent guys off the street. Bobby D., what else has caught your eye on tape? The biggest improvement from last year to this year is the play of Steelers safety, you know, of their safeties. I mean, first-year defensive coordinator Terrell Austin is now running the show. And he, he was their secondary coach since uh, 2019. And he coached the Ravens yeah. secondary for three years, back in 2011 to 2013. So he is familiar with the Ravens' offense, and that could be a factor in this game. We saw what happened up in New York with Wink Martindale. One area that has stood out on tape is the improvement of number 39, Minka Fitzpatrick. Whether it was a new contract in the offseason or what, I don't know. Fitzpatrick is playing a lot more aggressive in both the running game and attacking the ball when it's in the air, something he wasn't doing last year. The Steelers play single high safety or some type of three deep coverage 62% of the time, so he's basically closing off the middle of the field. Fitzpatrick has been a ball hawk this year with four interceptions tied for fourth in the National Football League. The Steelers rank second in the National Football League in interceptions with 14. Cornerback uh, uh, Levi Wallace has three. So this secondary is attacking the ball when it's in the air. I think one of the biggest keys to the Ravens' offensive success on Sunday will be pass. You know, I think it's going to be the passing game. Why do I say that? 
because the Ravens rushed the ball last year in week 18 for 246 yards and still lost. Remember, when the Ravens rushed the ball for over 200 yards and Lamar Jackson is the starting quarterback, they are 20-3. and Under Tyler Huntley, the Ravens are 0-1. Why? Because Tyler Huntley really struggled in the passing game last year, throwing two interceptions, and he also had a fumble. So that's three turnovers attempting to pass the football. One, one of those big interceptions happened in the red zone. The other thing that stood out from last year's game was Huntley had 31 passing attempts and 15 were targeted to, to yeah. Mark Andrews. Yeah. Now, Bateman was active. Hollywood Brown was active. So they had their full assortment of weapons, but yet he was still throwing to Mark Andrews, and that led to two interceptions alone. Huntley finished the game with a 37.2 quarterback rating and only 141 passing yards and 31 attempts. Not good enough. That is going to be the key to this game, guys. Any other observations about this rivalry game? Interesting stat for the Steelers this year. When the Steelers are leading after the first quarter, they're 5-0. and When the Steelers are trailing after the first quarter, they are 0-7. So, if the Ravens are leading after the first quarter, they have a 100% chance of winning the game, and Pickett's charge will once again fall in defeat on the battlefield. Special teams, veteran Chris Boswell is on IR, and Matthew Wright is filling in for him. He's done a great job kicking the field goals, 12 of 14, but the Steelers' kickoff coverage has been inconsistent. I don't know if anybody caught the uh, Monday night game with the Colts taking one back and the yeah. guy was eight yards deep in the end zone. So keep an eye on Ravens Pro Bowl kickoff returner, Devin Duvernay. Maybe we can get a big one here. Uh, we always talk about the officials. Head oh, yeah. referee for Sunday's game is Adrian Hill. This crew has thrown 144 yellow flags this year. 52% have been thrown on the visiting team. So it's, it's yeah. kind of been fairly even. And the games played under this crew, the visiting team has a 45.5% win, you know, win percentage or a chance of winning the game based off the officials. Bobby DePaul, let the people know about Bobby DePaul Charities and those who support him. ID Technologies Dell and Ruckus Networks are proud to support Bobby DePaul Charities, a means to provide help to kids who struggle from unexpected hardships. Together, this team is committed to giving back while helping deliver world-class wireless networking solutions to federal agencies who need to be able to seamlessly connect over secure and reliable Wi-Fi networks. Visit www.id. Tech. That's idtec.com forward slash the fan to download our free wireless stress test report showing how the ruckus Wi-Fi 6 cloud managed access points outperformed its competitors. Please visit the ID Tech website and look for the Walking with Anthony Foundation donation link, a foundation that helps kids pay for the rehab from these devastating spinal cord injuries. Always great, Thank Bobby you, brother. D. Enjoy yourself a happy hour beverage, and we will talk to you on Monday. And there's nothing like Steelers Week, people. It's contagious. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.